What is up? It's Dakota Layden here from Destination Fear, and you are listening to the Paranomaly Zone. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Hey there, fellow zoners and paranormal ponderers. You are in the Paranomaly Zone, your weekly dose of all things. You guessed it, paranormal, strange, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself, the trudging through life on a daily basis, yet refuses to complain on air about the severe pain he is in, <laughs> Mike Carbno. Good to see you, Mike. Um, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, uh, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I won't complain on air, do I? No, I don't. you don't. You said I don't. No, you no, said no. I don't. Yeah. I said you don't. I, I, said I thought I probably did. Eh, you oh, have. Well. You have. But hey. We do not blame you one iota because yeah, it's a roller coaster. Yep, this back crap is just is yeah. just that. It's a bunch of BS, man. Ugh. And and since since uh the last I don't know few episodes, I have since lost my job. Yeah, that's I right. Have, I have, I am unemployed on disability. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had to let me go. They terminated my existence with them. Man, that sounds awful the way you put it. They terminated my yeah. existence. Yeah, I think the way they put it was uh, we have to terminate your employment. Oh, well. Because we just need to fill that position. But, you know, hey, I'm 60 years old. I'm in bad health. So they're going to replace me with some young person that probably made, make, will make almost half of what I, they were paying me. So they'll be very happy. Yeah, it's funny how that works out. Yeah. You know, so. have you ever seen the movie Predator? Yeah, hey, I've got a lot of Predator stuff in my collection. You know, if it didn't result in death, you know, too bad you couldn't have the Predator, like, rip out your spine like it does to his victims. put a new one in. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, they were already dead, so, you know, we don't want that to happen to you, Mike, but... Yeah. (laughs) I'm just picturing you laid out. (laughs) Yeah, and my spine and skull is hanging from a tree. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just shoves his hand into your back. And there goes Mike's spine and head. Yeah. And yeah, see, it would be it would be from this tree, actually. Yes, it is. There it is. Mike is not lying. See? He is showing There's me skulls on the tree. And... He is showing me his little predator. Um what what uh brand is that? What uh who manufactures it's, that? It is a hmm. well, it's it's a 20th century studios uh 
Can't find the uh, the maker on the back. That's okay. That doesn't matter. I was just curious. Quantum Mechanics Inc. Oh, there you go. But yeah, it's a, it's, it's a neat little. Uh, see the little predator up <laughs> yeah. there and all that. Yep. I anyway, don't, I don't see a headless mic dangling from the branch. That's that's yeah. the uh, the rare item of that of that sort. That's worth more yeah. money. I bought that when I had money. That is very true. Very true. But it is good to see you, Mike. It is yes. Friday. It is now 4.29 in the afternoon. We, um, Hey, it wouldn't be a Paranomaly Zone episode if we didn't have at least one issue. And we already yeah. have. Um, yes. we, were, we were good to go a little bit ago, but then, of course, my computer decided to say, I don't want to work. And, it, and it, now that's out of the way and working <laughs> again. So here we are. Oh, and I, I had a problem getting my camera going when I first got online. That, that, so that we, is, we both had a little uh, bit of an issue. And I'm still going through my horse shit uh, headphones issue right now. So yeah. um, it's uh, which I, could be fixed very easily. I know, yeah, I know, I know. So my my, <laughs> my left ear is being filled with a constant. <laughs> so it's it's great, but uh, hey, I'm forging it, forth. Uh, like a constant cicada bug in your ear. Oh God! Ooh, <laughs> no, thank you. That's pretty much what it sounded like, though. Wow! Great, oh, isn't that horrible? Great way to describe that. Ugh. But yeah, again. Good to see you, Mike. Thanks for making this work. It is time for a new episode. It is time for that weekly dose of all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious. Uh, we were going to choose a topic. We were going to um, we were going to choose a specific topic, a specific haunting to cover, like yes. a, a lesser known case we want to dive into. We oh, there's a ton of possibilities out there, but we couldn't find any that we wanted to. Um, focus yeah. on for this episode. Granted, it was kind of short notice. Heh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. So we're uh, we're going to kind of throw in uh, everything but the kitchen sink for this episode. <laughs> um, yeah. As far as just talking all things hauntings, you know, theoretical takes on such things, all the different types of hauntings. Our the different types. Yes. Yeah. Our our opinions, our takes. Um, it's going to be cool. Throwing our own um, personal experiences and see how you know how they would be labeled or defined. Oh sure. And um, before you know it, we'll we'll be done. So <laughs> before you know it, folks, don't worry. Before you know it, we will be yeah. done. Hang in there. It's not going to be that long. The pain yeah. will be over soon. No, you might worries. be able to make through it, make it your way through it without having to go to the bathroom or getting up for a snack. That is well, that's usually your issue. But yes, um, I don't know if I will be. I mean, yeah. Along with all my other package of ailments, I was lucky enough to have the, when you got to pee, you got to pee now thing. <laughs> so the prostate, I think, is aging badly along with the rest of me. So if you see my hand go up and listen, wave, Patrick. I got to go. I, yep, exactly. <laughs> I know the the not too subtle signs of, of yeah. Mike. <laughs> Usually it's the bouncing. Exactly. It's the, <laughs> yeah. the jittery motion, moving back and forth. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's yeah. Not, anyway, not too. Similar. Anyway, what I'm saying, folks, is don't get old. Don't get older than me. Well, I'm no, only sixty for crying out loud. Okay, it's you not just bad. You just told people to die before they turn die 60. young. Before you get aged no. and old and decrepit. Okay, first <laughs> off, don't listen to Mike with, with that right there because that's no. A bunch don't of... listen to me about that because life is still worth living and it's awesome. I'm oh. actually very happy every day. No, I am. He is. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Mentality wise, I am good. Yeah. Well, like I said, this is going to be a, mi a mishmash of all paranormal talk, uh, talking about all things hauntings. It's going to be pretty good. I was thinking about calling it Hauntings 101, but then I, but I, huh. then I remembered I, I, I called the Patreon episode something very similar 
You did. I and I, I can't I can't pull it right now which one it was, but uh, I'll think of something. I'll 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 throw in some um, a bunch of hyperbole, paranormal hyperbole to catch the listeners, I guess, ear, eye, and they'll say, "Hey, what the hell are these guys going to talk about? I better check it out." And, yes, uh, and within Patrick five minutes, they turn his, it off. Patrick has used the word hyperbole his one time a year that he uses that. I only use it so once. So he's got that out of the way. Okay. Hyperbole. I guess I didn't realize I only used it once. Yes. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, it's a big word for you, so. Earlier today, sparingly. Man, earlier anyway. today, I was thinking about, you know, geez, go figure, thinking about uh, the paranormal. And uh, again, you know, we don't want to, we, we don't want to overkill this topic, but it is super important <laughs> to us. Of course, we're talking about what we focused on last week, you know, um, the It's Debbie EVP, because I was thinking, Mike, you know, of all the stuff that we've experienced, you know, either together or separately, you know, particularly you, you know, you've been experiencing stuff since you were a, a kid for crying out loud, you know, and I've always been, you know, the, yeah, did I experience something? I'm not sure. You know, I need that irrefutable evidence. You know, I need something. Yeah. If you're not sure, it's not, yeah, it's not just not there. And I was, I, I even brought it up to myself then I said, well, what about the, it's Debbie EVP, that thing you cannot debunk. And we've said that a thousand times and I wholeheartedly believe that there's no right. way that we can debunk it. Something was picked up. It's a voice from the ether, wherever the hell it was. And we have looked over that many times, listened to it. How many times we yeah. can't even count how many times we've listened to it and thought about it and tried to figure it out. Try to debunk it. Try to think of well, it could it have been this? Could it have been one of us? Uh, we we always come up totally empty. Ab absolutely empty. Yep. There's no yep. way you can't. We can't toss it out. Cannot at all. And then now adding these other two voices, these little two little e events to it. Yeah. It's all just one great, wonderful package of EVPs. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I brought that up because. I believe in that 120%. It was something. But then there's that, that something in my head is just like, well, why don't, why doesn't, why doesn't it impact me? Why am I, why don't I have that moment of like, oh, you know, <laughs> of like, holy yeah. shit, that is the paranormal. And I, you know, and, and, and that's proof. And I came to a conclusion, like, all okay. it is, all it is, is because I didn't hear it. No one heard it when it happened. And, <laughs> Um, I remember you called me up the next day and you were excited as heck. You know, you were talking. Yeah. I've got, you know, we captured this thing. I think you said you were in your tub when you were listening to it. You're I was. Like, <laughs> and, you know, and it takes a lot for me to get that excited. And just to be about, clear. About paranormal stuff. Uh, hopefully there was water in the tub. I'm assuming there was water in the tub. <laughs> well, it was actually marbles. Oh, marbles. Ooh. Marbles. Ouch. If you roll around in the right way, but don't have any under you, you got to have Ew. on each Ew, side. Lord. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I can just picture that for those who don't know, that's how, that's how Mike meditates. He uh, lays in a, <laughs> in a dry tub face down. Yeah. <laughs> no. In marbles. <laughs> With three candles lit. <laughs> yes. It, it's a very relaxing setting. So Yeah. But, you know, getting back to... And to a large loofah. <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> anyway, oh, getting back to... Uh, yes. Oh, God damn it. That's an awful vision. <laughs> awful vision in my head right now. So, um, yeah, getting back to my point here was 
That's the only thing that I can think of as to why it hasn't just hit me and impacted me and struck me like that is absolute proof is because I wasn't there. I didn't hear it. And it's on a recorder that, you know, you discovered it wasn't. I'm not saying this out of like, oh, I'm I'm jealous. I wish I discovered it. That's not the case at all. But I wish I wish that would have been something that we both could have experienced, you know, at the same time when, you know, both be listening to it. Hearing it for the first time together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think that's kind of silly on my on my part but i'm getting better i'm getting better am am i kind of just oh absolutely you're getting better you know (laughs) you see these these tv shows that they just have this bang in your face uh stuff happening you know and we just can't expect that (laughs) you know i know we got to take what we can get and boy we got that it's debbie yeah evp and oh you know, that's awesome. I mean, it's it's going to be with us for the rest of our lives. I is. mean, whether it's physically uh, that we can hear it or just in our psyche. I mean, yeah. in our, you know, what how it's affected us. And I also brought this up too because I have two quick points uh, relating to the Debbie story. Is I wanted to correct um, myself from last week. Well, and both of us because apparently we were both uh, we were both mathematically um impotent last week oh, I'm <laughs> mathematically impotent every day since kindergarten you know because okay debbie was born in december of 1970 and she died in october of 1973 the paper right. had her listed as three years old i'm assuming they just rounded up because she was actually two months short of her third birthday and last oh, week, we kept okay. saying she was three years old and two months short and, of her fourth birthday. Right, exactly. So she was, yeah. So she, three, was, e- yeah. she was even, you know, younger than, than we thought. So Yeah, just so young and innocent. Uh, oh, God. I mean, we didn't know her. She could have been a little brat, but I don't see it. <laughs> I don't feel it. <laughs> no, I don't feel that at all either, man. No, I don't. Um, you know, if she's hanging around and in whatever form, and she heard Mike say that right now, she's laughing. She's laughing at me. You know, when we were talking about that, I I got this very distinctive uh, um, vision in my mind of her with a big smile Smile. and laugh. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, so I wanted to clarify that. So she was even younger, and then I also wanted to bring up. I had a a interesting. I'll share an interesting snippet of a dream last night, and I'll see. I'll throw it out there, Mike. See if you think there's thinking anything of it. Yes, without without uh, naming names here, but. As we mentioned, there is there was a, young, a then young boy who's still in the Park Rapids area here who saw that tragic event, you know, and he's still, the last time I spoke to him, you know, 12, 15 years ago, whatever it was, you know, he was still very, very shook by it. And you don't blame him at all. Absolutely do not blame him. Mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to him forever. I haven't seen him forever. But I know he's still around. But guess who appeared in my dream last night was ah. this gentleman. Oh, uh, out of, I mean, that's just kind of odd that I dreamt of him. Well, he was in my dream, and I remember coming up to him and introducing myself, and he he didn't say anything, but he didn't, he couldn't pull my name. He didn't know who I was, but he thought he recognized me. And he looked, he stuck out his hand, shook my hand, and his he had kind of a leery smile, kind of, you know, but he's like, I, I know your face, I know you, but I can't pull it. And and that's basically essentially the gist of it, mm. but that's just really odd that he popped into my mind during my uh, my sleeping hours last night. It's, I don't know. 
Hmm. I don't know if that's some sort it, of, I don't want to say message or someone reaching out. Well, I don't, I well really that's what no we idea. need to try and figure out. I mean, was it Debbie reaching out with this yeah. information for you or, you know, what was it? Uh, um, you know, just the way you described the whole meeting, you know, with him being that, that leery, um, but shaking hands. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, you know, and leery might I, be a I, wrong word, but just kind of like, you know, kind of like, like I can kind of wondering I'm, wonderment, you know, yeah, like I know you, I know you, curiosity, but I, I cannot, I cannot remember who you are, but I know you. And that's basically, right. you know, so, well, have you been thinking lately or at any time in the recent past about that you should, you wanted to talk to him again, or I can't see you going there because I don't know if you'd want to put you or him in that position. Of no, but you know, like last week during the podcast, I think we mentioned briefly, you know, how it would be utterly fascinating. It would be selfishly fascinating for us to talk to Debbie's parents. I remember we talked right. about that. We did. Yeah. Um, but that's such a delicate situation. Yeah, I, it would be tough. I just don't know if I could. Yeah. That's something we might. Yeah. That. I think I would, I think we'll stay away from that. Um, yeah, but I hate never say never. So that's the only thing that I can think of. Nothing about this gentleman's. So I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting well, though. Yeah. Take it as you will. Oh, by the way, I got well, some more. Um, I got more really interesting tidbits from your niece and man, I can't wait yeah. to talk to her. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. It's going to be good. Do you remember what you're going to say, Mike? Cause I cut you off. I'm sorry. You're going to say something. Um, mean when I was probably trying to cut you off? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. <laughs> that's what <laughs> no, we do I, here on the podcast. No, I totally lost it. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Well, moving on, <laughs> should we dive into the quote-unquote meat yes. of the episode here, Mike? You got that article, that um, that site, that website link that I sent you? I do. It's right in front of me. I think it's pretty interesting. This gives us some good talking points, I believe. And, you know, hey, straight to the point, the article's title is Types of Hauntings. And, you know, we have a very smart, we have very smart listeners out there. Absolutely. This, very, yeah, in the know. In the know. This stuff isn't, you know, going to be revealing anything new, I don't believe, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's always interesting to talk about it and throw, throw our opinions back and forth and, hey, let's just right. see where the hell it goes, right? Yeah, you know, it's like uh, information that we have talked about before, but, I mean, it goes into some pretty good depth. Um, about certain types of hauntings and uh, it can, it'll probably bring up some things that we could talk about that we haven't really thought about before. So this yeah. will be good. Well, I'll just run down the, um, the list first before we dive into them. Types of hauntings they have, obviously, residual haunting, poltergeist haunting, demonic activity, demonic haunting, I guess. <laughs> Intelligent. <laughs> Mike can't, can't help himself <laughs> I just there. throw that in. Uh, intelligent slash interactive activity, shadow people or shadow creatures activity, mm. and finally portal hauntings. I mean, all sorts of stuff that we, I mean, we've talked about quite a bit about a lot of these, if not all of them. Right. But it's it's always always good to. Uh, and that is from hauntedduck.com. Thank you, thank you for for mentioning that. Yes, absolutely. As you know, generally speaking. As everyone out there knows, residual and intelligent, the difference, intelligent hauntings, the difference between those two is you yeah. can interact with an intelligent, a residual, you cannot, you know, interact. Yeah, just like a cassette tape playing over and over again. Yeah. Or a video, you know. Not yeah. You know, and some of the personal experiences that you've had in particular, I'd say most of them have been intelligent hauntings. I don't know if you've had too many 
you know, residual um, stuff. You know, well, maybe like the old man who was seen in your house, maybe that's, would that count as a residual? That, that could be. I mean, there was never any tried, you know, any communication that was tried. Um, as far as I know, that girl that I saw when I was just a young kid, that first uh, real ghost that I saw. There you go. You know, I didn't try to communicate with her. Was it, was she a residual? Would she have reacted if I would have said anything? Mm. You know, it's just hard to say. Um, See, some know. of those examples that my niece Chloe talked about a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's fantastic, by the way. Um, Very good episode. Thank you again, Chloe, for appearing on there and sharing your stories. We got a lot of positive feedback for that one. I think she had a mixture of both as well, kind of leaning more towards intelligent uh, hauntings for sure. Yeah. Let's just start off. Let's talk about residual. I'll go down here. You know, shocking. We'll read stuff here. <laughs> residual haunting activity can occur when something traumatic or stressful occurs, such as a murder or a, uh, I hate using, or a rape. They use that as an example. Negative energy is literally blasted into the atmosphere, causing the atmosphere to imprint or record the events. Like you said, Mike, like a recording tape. It will play the events over right. and over Again, now the stuff like would a, you know, you hear stories about like handprints appearing on the area, uh, you know, uh, uh, of a wall where like a uh, atrocity was committed, you know, some sort of any sort of like you can actually see this physical imprint on a supposedly haunted locale. Um, I think that definitely falls under a residual just because of the power of the energy that was, you know, it actually physically manifests itself in the form of this print you know what i'm saying sure yeah i can see that point um or is it a not a residual because um well it's not like you're really interacting but it would have to be more of a physical physicality instead of a a, a recording that would actually leave and well i uh, see i'm trying to figure this out and i'm, I'm you know, going back That's and forth crazy. as i'm thinking but um Something visually seen can be, I guess, could be a a residual, um, just like um, like a noise that you hear or somebody, mm. you know, like Abe Lincoln putting his boots on the side of the bed. You yeah, know, that would be a residual. Um, uh, <clears throat> this is just showing up in a different manner as a print. Yeah, you know that you can physically see. Does that make it still a residual, or is it too physical to be? residual you're actually seeing that like that the little girl or the little ch children's uh handprint on that mirror yeah is it residual if you can look at it and run your finger through it and actually smudge it i mean that's pretty physical that's pretty real that's i don't know if that would be a residual that's a great that's that's a great example right there I, i'm kind of leaning towards our personal experience there with those handprints appearing out of nowhere I'd say that that's more of a of an intelligence sign. Intelligence, almost like communication, almost. Right. If, if that's what they were trying to do. Right. I think last week we also talked about you know, even if, well, let's let's say that they weren't trying to communicate with us, whoever it may have been, but they were in fact just kind of, they may have been unaware of their current form of existence, and they're just going about their 
quote unquote life as they normally would and was playing with that mirror, you know? Yeah. Um, and a little kid that age, if there's, you know, and the mirror, like it was not on the wall. It was on leaning against the floor, against the wall on the floor. Yes. So a little girl could have reached and done that. Um, but uh, we had mentioned before that we, we, there wasn't kids in the in the house at a, at that time. Anytime. Oh no, no, absolutely not. So we we know that it had to have been Debbie, um, but uh, or I mean, or again, we've also talked about the possibility of, and we'll get to the portal hauntings as we go go along here. We we talked about the possibility exactly. of there being a portal or more in that house of yours, and I think you brought it up. Like, was Debbie or whomever it may have been entering in and out? Of a portal, of that yeah, and portal via the mirror. Yeah, leaving a mark, a physical mark, on the part of the mm. portal that was still physical, which was the mirror. And you mentioned like mm. the, the you know the Abe Lincoln sightings of people. Several people have claimed to have seen like Abe Lincoln over the many decades. Yeah, yeah, sitting on the edge of his bed, putting on his boots, you know, and you know that's not <clears> the <throat> that's not Abe Lincoln's soul. You know, it's no, it's not. That's just this physical imprint i mean it's it's beyond understanding for me like the physics of it i don't get it you know i don't know how it could possibly be be true but i believe it um yeah now getting back to some of these you know how how they continue to describe residual hauntings here these entities involved in residual haunting slash activity are unaware of their surroundings we've mentioned that several times before this is not an intelligent haunting there's no interaction between you and the entity now, residual haunting activity can also be caused by positive energy blasted into the atmosphere. And I love this example. You know, many times you have heard of ghost stories where people can hear the sounds of a party. They hear music, singing, dancing, laughter, and when they enter the room where they hear this party, well, guess what? There's no one there. Residual haunting activity can be the specters of living beings. I love hmm. the idea of such, such joy, such happiness. Yeah. That you know that leaves a physical imprint, yeah, of sorts. That, you know that happy joy energy was is so big that it it mm -hmm. leaves an imprint, just like the tragic, yeah. traumatic, yeah. yeah. And and why not? I mean, it's all whether it's good or bad. It's all all uh, energy that uh, will never cease to exist. Mm -hmm. So something that powerful to uh, you know manifest and be able to hear it as whether it's a residual or an actual specter i mean they're both just absolutely fantastic things to witness and you wonder if you know you wonder how many occurrences uh, such as this are mistaken for like intelligent hauntings you know sure like if someone claims that they hear voices you know but they can't they can't decipher exactly what's being said, and maybe they hear it during the same time of the day or in the same room, you know, and they think someone's trying to communicate with them, but maybe perhaps they're just hearing this residual imprint from whatever occurred, you know, however many years ago and stuff. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a possibility. I mean, we're always going to be mistaking these things because this, hey, shocking, this isn't a perfect science here. You know, this 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 crazy thing called the paranormal, you know, so it's... That's we another are thing that not adds. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> but that's another thing that adds to the fascination of it is because it is such a process. You know, we everyone. I would like to think everyone is learning more and more every day. 
you know, we are you know, the, sure. the research into the paranormal is revealing more and more. Uh, again, if you're open-minded to it, um, Lord knows a hell of a lot of people aren't. But hey, you know what? That's their problem, right, Mike? Oh, Mike's coughing. He's convulsing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Okay. I. I. You know, with this residual energy in this uh, recording type thing, have you ever heard this story? I. I had seen it on a some kind of a documentary a long time ago. Um. They had jars that were made out of clay that, you know, that were ancient. That um um, I don't know, going back to Egypt or something like that. But anyway, when these jars and these this these this pottery was made there's ridges going around in circles that were, you know, uh, naturally put in there with the making of these, these, these jars and things. Well, <clears throat> there was, no, I'm not, I'm sure I'm not going to get this totally right. It's been so many years, but the gist of it is that if there was a type of a listening device or a needle, like a phonograph, something was hooked up and they did do this, uh, and they ran it along these grooves, along this this jar that was made, you know, so many centuries ago. And they were actually getting, like, sounds that were made in, into this, uh, the outer edge of this pottery hmm. in these grooves. And that's the energy that was put into that wow. when they were made. And over the years, and the, the energy that uh, uh, was directed that it's like these jars picked up more energy and you could actually get sounds if uh, a device was put up to it and oh, with wow. a speaker. That's pretty cool. Um, I can't, I wish I could remember what show that was and it was so long ago, but that's really, uh, neat. it was pretty interesting, you know, like going alongside of that residual picking up some object, picking up residual, Yeah, you know, so that could be like a, you know, if that was true, it really happened. That could be closer to a scientific, uh, you know, outlook towards uh, residual energy gosh is there any way you could figure out what where you saw that anyway at all <laughs> i'll try and think i'll try and think if i'll do some research um hopefully i can come up with it yeah i love i love stuff like that it's 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 mind-blowing in, in a way it is <laughs> i mean yeah yeah well this article from haunted doc uh next their next example is uh the good old poltergeist and their wacky, crazy activity. Yeah, they're uh, fun. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of literally how they're defined, you know. <laughs> the, what is that's it? Right. Like the prankster ghost, the playful ghost, you know, any number of ways. Now, noisy spirits. Yeah, noisy spirits. Um, have you ever seen Poltergeist activity, Mike? Have you ever personally um, seen it? Refresh my memory and our listeners. I don't know if I've ever heard you say that you have. Yeah, then again, you know, I'm, I'm losing my memory, it seems. You could have told me that yesterday, and I would say, I don't think you ever told me. <laughs> that's something I'm going to have to think about. Okay, okay. Now, I, I get hmm. a, I get a, and I always have got a vibe from, from you, Mike, when it comes to poltergeist activity, that it's something that you don't necessarily, now correct me if I'm wrong, it's something that you don't necessarily, um, ah, dare I say, find it as fascinating as other aspects of the paranormal? Paranormal Is there something about poltergeist, supposed poltergeist activity that kind of, eh, it hits you in a kind of a meh way? Or is it still uh, utterly not, intriguing to you? Not really. It's it's intriguing. I mean, it's uh I say that because whole... there's so many, there's so many theories out there 
Yeah. And it's almost to the point of being repetitive that poltergeist activity is merely brought about by human, the human mind, essentially. Oh, well, no. See, that part, you know, if I was to go just that route where it's all puberty and, and, uh, uh, you know, just, you know. Usually a female child going through puberty. Yeah. A lot of hormones, whatever. I mean, going on. uh, I don't. That's. That's possible. That could add to that that energy that brings it about, but I don't think it creates it. I don't. I don't feel like it's. Uh, it just doesn't seem, you know, so as tangible to me, which might sound weird, but uh, I think but we've it talked does. about. But it, I think, I'm sorry, Mike. Well, I think when we've talked about poltergeist activity before, I think we've said they they kind of they as in you know the let's say a, a human involved in this activity is you know suspected as being the cause of this the root cause of it and the other part of the they is the actual entity i think we've come to yeah. the conclusion that they kind of play off of each other um, right they play off each other i mean the 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 uh the energy i think that's coming from some child going through puberty will definitely add to that uh, uh the strength of that energy that's creating yeah. things you know they feed out like you said they you know it's fed off of each other yeah yeah so yeah which is interesting to think about it, it, almost, it is it almost kind of lends the it lends the possibility of poltergeist activity kind of including a little bit of intelligent um interaction going on oh there. i i believe so yeah. yeah it would have to it would have to yeah yeah i i for something physical that is physical in a house like say a, a picture on the wall, and if a if a uh, uh, ghost or poltergeist or whatever is going to make that like turn upside down or make it fly off the wall, yeah, there's got to be that that uh, you know that physical that it, it can't be just residual. Didn't you say Very that your brother thought that he had some sort of weird activity with a photo on his wall? Yeah, it uh, would pop off the wall. Yeah, yeah. I, it's been a while since I've asked him if uh, there's been any recent activity. By the way, did you ever ask him if they wanted a, another print from me? Uh, Steve, I know you're listening. Uh, would you like another print? There you go. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I have asked. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, just um, let me I know. I have asked just now. I didn't send him a text or anything, sorry. I know, I know. I got you. <laughs> okay, got you got you. it, yeah. All right, uh, going on here. Poltergeist is from a German word meaning noisy spirits. We all knew that. Reports of poltergeists date back, date back to ancient Roman times. The activity that takes place will start off, and this is just example, not always. It's not always this. They say the activity will often start off with knocks and bangs. Furniture may start to move around all by itself, yada, 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 etc. Then the activity will become more intense, possibly manifesting itself through voices and even the appearance of full apparitions. Again, furniture may slide across the room. Beds may shake. Any number of examples. Just think of any sort of physicality, you know, with material objects, basically, you know, flying about on their own inexplicably. Many shows are based on this type of haunting because it tends to be the most terrifying and rarest type of haunting that occurs. Now, that's one thing I wanted to mention real briefly as well is I'm fascinated by the Enfield poltergeist story. I, I, it blows me away. It's, it's, if it's true, it's creepy as hell. But again, so many people have worked so hard 
to debunk this, and they swear mm-hmm. up and down that it was you know, a hoax, basically. And I think it's got yes. a reputation as being a hoax. And so what when you know the layperson who may be interested in the par- paranormal, when they maybe hear, and I'm not speaking for everybody, obviously, when they maybe hear talk about poltergeist, they kind of like, nah, just because of well-known examples such as the Enfield has such a reputation as being not real. You know, so therefore they kind of set aside all other potential poltergeist activity. Right. You know, I mean, which I, I get it. It's, you know, it's unfortunate, but it happens. Now, most of the time in the case of a poltergeist, the haunting circles around a female in her teen years. We already talked about that, about that a little bit. Some of these cases seem to be caused by the female unknowingly controlling the energy around herself. Some cases happen around people that are stable in the right mind space. You know, kind of the right state of mind. This haunting is hard to classify due to certain situations. No two are ever really the same. Most of the time you will find that one person in the house seems to be more affected by the haunting than anyone else. It may even seem that most of the activity doesn't happen unless that certain person is present. So is this person, Mike, in your mind like a lightning rod for this activity for whatever reason right well you know maybe it has something to do with uh, the the puberty and the you know the hormones and everything but it's not being caused by the person mm-hmm. maybe it's making that person being targeted Ooh, by a, a poltergeist okay and I see you that. know and if the, if that person is in the room being targeted people are going to see it that person leaves the room that target's not in the room. They aren't going to see it. That person goes into another room. Person's targeted. Other people in that room see something. They think, "Well, what is she doing? What's what? You know, what, you know what's going on? <laughs> you know." That's an interesting way. Of, interesting way of looking at. It. I like that. And you also see, like you know, particularly in Hollywood or whatever, when they portray these stories of poltergeist activity, there's usually a person who's a staunch disbelievers usually like the dad you know the dad is like oh nothing's going on here and he's the last one to to you know and i'm generalizing of course he's yeah, and but but at the same time during the whole movie he's the one that's slowly becoming possessed well right <laughs> <laughs> well and you know the way the way that it's portrayed commonly not all the time is is kind of like that you know um so i wanted to talk about the potential reality of someone who is such a staunch disbeliever does that disbelief, could it, in your mind, Mike, have an effect on the activity itself? Could it either lessen the activity or could it raise the activity? You know, because to me, I feel like almost, especially if there's an intelligent force behind this, someone who is there who's being utterly negative about the potential reality of this doesn't believe in it. This intelligent energy is going to basically add add some truth to what this man already believes. He, this activity is going to cease because he doesn't want, I, I said he, because it doesn't want this man to actually open his mind to the potential of the paranormal. Am I making any sense to you at all right now? It's like, does a well, disbeliever lessen the activity? Is basically what I'm asking. Does a non, like, lessen the activity? No. Yes. Because I, I, let me tell you a story, and I may have told this years ago on the air. But oh, it's story time! Yay. It is story time. <laughs> it's a it's a long lost Carbono family story. Ah, I'd love to hear it. 
Yep. Well, oh, he's got to convulse first. Clear his throat. Yep. Oh, oh he fell over. He's getting up slowly. Okay. He's <sighs> okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, my uncle uh, and my grandmother, uh, my Canadian, well, my English grandmother that was, you know, moved to Canada when she was a young girl, my dad's mother, where this paranormal activity uh, goes rampant in that side of the family. But anyway, uh, they were sitting in my grandmother's living room, and this was many years ago. Um, <clears throat> and my grandmother, she used to love doing the Ouija board type thing. and uh, But she didn't have a Ouija board. As, uh, she would use like a small cordial drink glass. They're like four inches tall. Uh, they, they're very small uh, <clears throat> glass. Um, and she would put her fingertips on one side of the glass. And at this particular time, my cousin had her fingers on the other side, like you're doing like a planchette for a, a Ouija board. Sure. But you're not, you're not uh, going over letters and, you know, and, and spelling out words. It's like it, uh, it interacts with you through this glass. So my grandmother and my cousin were doing this. And my uncle that was sitting on the couch here said, oh, that's, that's a bunch of baloney. That's not, that's not real. That, it's fake. This glass led them over to my uncle and hit him on the head okay. after he made that comment. Now, this is all coming from, this is all coming from my grandmother, my straight English proper grandmother that uses the word tinkle for peeing and <laughs> puff for fart. Okay. So, you know, and she, she isn't going to, you know, feed you a bunch of crap, <laughs> you know, I'm never going to look um, at cocoa puffs the same ever again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, okay. So, so let me, let me um, pause you for a second. Let yeah. me, let me pause you. <laughs> I put Mike on pause. Um, so you're saying this, I'll clear this up for me. This glass, like it levitated and it hit your uncle in the head? No, it. My grandmother was on one side of the glass, just barely holding on to the rim of the glass, and my cousin was on the other side, holding on to the other side of the rim of the glass. Oh, oh, they were holding it off up in the air already. Yeah, like with their just their finger tips. You know, I and, I understand now. Gotcha. Okay. You know. And so and it let them. And I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate. They didn't just yeah, play sure. a play a prank on him they didn't bring it over there and drop it on his head and stuff they were actually following yeah. some sort of force they from what they were what she and this like i said this came to me right from my grandmother uh, it they would follow it and it would lead them and uh they that's almost my like grandmother sounds she, like dowsing rods kind of a little bit yeah right? it, yeah sure a little oh, bit. same principle maybe yeah but uh um when they were further further getting into doing this that day um my grandmother was talking about her first husband who had passed away. My grandfather passed away uh, when he was in his forties and he was much young, younger, but anyway, uh, and I had never met him, but uh, my grandmother was talking about him. And if she was wondering if it was him from what I remember, and it went into, it led them into the bedroom and there were clothes or whatever that were her second husband's in the room and the cup or this glass led them to that and it messed up his clothes. Like it would, you know, making them push his clothes away, like 
you know, not very really? friendly way. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I think my grandmother was thinking it was her first husband that was doing that. And, uh, uh, to further on the story of, uh, um, Ouija boards with my grandmother, she was visiting us at our home one summer. This is many years ago too. And we had a Ouija board and my sister and I were doing this Ouija board in the dining room. My grandmother was in the living room with the rest of the family. And we, you know, whether it was real or not, or whether it was, you know, just my sister and I like doing whatever, it was like my grandfather was there, the, her first husband. So my sister went to her and said, um, uh, grandpa is on the Ouija board and he wants to talk to you. And she, you know, didn't skip a beat of believing, not believing anything. She said, I can't, I can't talk to him right now. Um, you know, Fred, her second husband was there with her. And he, she said, out of respect for him, I can't, I can't go talk to. Oh, interesting. To her, her first husband on oh, the Ouija board. Wow. That's pretty cool. So it, it was a pretty interesting that's that's a, that's yeah. the type of statement that comes from pure belief and oh and, yeah and faith oh yeah well she's seen it for for you know so many years and yeah you know um and uh yeah that's it was interesting you know, something that, I'll never forget that's that is so fascinating and it reminds me of a something that I did earlier today just a total lame example of you know I am a believer I am. I am a believer and stuff like this that happened earlier today is, is kind of is adds weight to that for me personally. But of course, Mike, it revolves around demonic and all that, you know, cause I can't mm -hmm. shake that Catholic upbringing. I just can't. Yeah. Anyways, well, there are probably I did this. plenty of, there are probably plenty of non-Catholics that believe in it too. Well, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> well, anyways, I was placing a purchase order, you know, it's uh, today uh, at work. I was, you know, Ordering a sure. bunch of supplies through our, you know, through our our, our vendors, our uh, you know, our suppliers, all that stuff, yada 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 yada. You know, and every time you place these purchase orders, you know, a purchase order number will pop up, and that's a really long number. You know, it's uh, I think it's like fifteen numbers or something like that. And the last three numbers of this particular purchase order was six six six. Really? And so what did I do? Only three only three numbers this time? No, 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 no. It was oh, okay. I said the last three were oh, okay, yeah, six, sorry. six six. And so what what did Patrick do? I canceled the order and yep. started it over. And so the last three numbers <laughs> were then six, six, seven, and woo! <laughs> I dodged the bullets and it was all good. So yeah, so your day was all right then. It was all right. <laughs> it's so dumb. When I check out at Walmart. And if my perfect change comes back at like $6.66, I will cancel the order and buy something else so I don't get that amount of change back. I'm, it is ridiculous. Pumping gas, it ends on 6 success. And nope, nope, I got to put more gas in. It's, I, ugh, yeah. I just, it's dumb. I know it is. But. I remember one year, it was probably in the 70s, my mom got her license plates in the mail. And they were, you know, North Dakota is uh, three letters and three numbers. Um, yeah, either three <laughs> numbers or three letters, whatever. But anyway, I, I thought you just saw came, a ghost or something the way you were looking came, right there. Yeah, I was trying to think. Uh, it came in the mail, she opens up, and the numbers, the three numbers are 666. <laughs> and she no sent thanks. them back and she would not accept them. See? And they and they did and See? they did give her a, a new set. It's not just me. I no, no, definitely not just you. I'm not just some weird, wacky weirdo. Weird, wacky weirdo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
with me, if I pumped gas and it uh, came out as six dollars or six sixty dollars and sixty six cents, yeah, I'd, I'd still just pay for it. Well, I guess <laughs> your your camera keeps going out of focus. It does. I've noticed that a little bit. I'm not sure. Wait, hey, don't twice I saw that. Don't jinx anything, you know, because my I know. Like I said, my so- like, my soundboard isn't working. Um, we already had a computer crash. Um. Yeah, we don't want to test fate here, so don't tease my camera. Yeah. You leave, <laughs> you leave my camera alone, Mister. I don't think I don't think it's me. I'm I don't know. No, it, well, I see it on my end too. It's just me. Yeah, I, it's no, and I think it's uh, some spectral being, some uh, oh. deceased relative, you're, possibly. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that something is behind this. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're behind, Maybe since if, your dad won't. Uh, Communicate with me. He's trying to communicate with you. Hmm. Let's put it to the test. Computer. Let's put it to the I, test. I, All right. Let's put I, it to the test. All right. If someone, okay. if something is there causing my camera to go fuzzy, do it again. Nope. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> oh, it did it. It did not. It did it. It did. I wasn't looking. Just, just not as bad as the other one. It kind of, it's like it shifted. What? Not like, not like it uh, just went fuzzy. It's like it shifted and you went fuzzy for like like two seconds and then it was clear again. And I was that looking was odd. I was looking down. I didn't see jack crap. Well, I saw it. <sighs> Whatever. And no. I am not kidding this time. I know. I can but, tell when you're you're truthful because <laughs> yeah, of the look you're, on your face. You're learning my poker face yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I gotta man. change that because you're getting too good at it. <clears throat> now, as we said, uh getting back to poltergeist activity. Yeah, sense. we're we're just just all over the place. Here. Well, that's, hey, it's good though. It's good conversation. Some cases, as we as we said, happen around people that are stable and in the right frame of mind. This haunting is hard to classify due to certain situations. No two are ever really the same, as we mentioned. Uh, again, most of the time, you will find that one person in the house seems to be more affected by the haunting than anyone else. It may seem that most of the activity doesn't even happen unless that certain person is in the present. We already read that. I apologize for reading it again. Usually, the activity appears to stop when that person leaves the home. The majority of the time, poltergeists are experienced by several people. But again, they seem to center around one certain person. This person may be highly stressed as of late, or maybe this person has gone through some type of extreme emotional trauma. If this was or is the case, see that the individual involved gets something out, gives you advice, and we're not giving advice right now, but uh, yeah, you could um, check on their well-being, obviously. Now, when there's a case of, a polter- of poltergeist activity that does not involve a teenager that is mani- manifesting itself, there, <laughs> the teenager is not manifesting itself. The activity is manifesting itself. There are usually several spirits in the area. Hmm. Now, these are just theories here. This is a particular right. ghost investigation group who's given us all this info here. The spirits, to them, appear to pool their energy together in order to, to become strong enough to move larger objects and make more noises. Now, that's really interesting. Yeah, you know, yeah I've never thought of that before. A team actually. of ghosts working together. That's fascinating. That, that shows some intelligence. Oh, man. Have we ever even thought about that, Mike? I have never thought of that. That's something that would, it sounds very interesting. I'm picturing, um, I'm picturing like a bunch of spectral beings in football uniforms working together as a team uh they got their helmets and their jock straps on and it's all it's all, all good that is a really fascinating um idea what's happening mike mike like fell over or screaming at the dog or something's happening yeah, i'm good are you sure 
I don't know. I'm I'm looking. I've I've seen the back of Mike's head more in the last thirty yeah. seconds than I've seen. There he is. Okay. I had my phone in her, uh, and Mary's son is trying to get a hold of her on it. So I I was trying to get it to her. Let's talk about that for just just briefly, Mike. Yes, it's very interesting. Ghosts working together. Have any of you listeners heard of stories such as this? I don't know why I'm blown away by this, but I th- I quite literally think I've never even thought about this possibility. I never, I know, I know, I never have. I mean, you know, there's interaction between uh, ghosts in haunted houses because right. when you think when you think of uh, uh, like innocent an innocent child that is, uh, or or any being that uh, any spirit that's in a house that is being controlled by another spirit mm-hmm. and held there you know, against its will that oh. happens, things like that. Uh, that's no, that's interaction. There's some strong interaction there. So why can't there be teamwork, strong, yeah. strong interaction with each other to, uh, uh, be able to do more, that's all sad. of them together, working towards moving something. They're all getting something out of, they're all doing what they wanted to do. Just couldn't do it by themselves. So they, they pull together their, that's really their energy. That is, that's fascinating. Well, you know, Mike, even again, going back to our experiences, the It's Debbie EVP, I mean, that's interaction right there. Is it is it not? I sure. mean it's sure. because according to that EVP, that source of energy was not responsible for opening up opening up the door. It was telling you it was another source of energy slash exactly Debbie that's doing it. Hmm. Ooh. I like that. That's pretty interesting. So and how do they react within their group? How do they act with within themselves? Do they do they communicate? Does uh, they would have does, to? Uh, they would have to communicate yeah, somehow. They would have to. I mean, just picture that. Uh, just picture Debbie, you know, looking up the spirit of Debbie, looking up at this uh, adult spirit that is, uh, you know, talking to her, and uh, you know, it, it's just a bizarre thing. It's like a whole new ecosystem in your house <laughs> that you know, living alongside you. Or you know, basically, we don't know, Mike. Debbie could have been looking down. You know, we they're we, we keep thinking of them as as their physical self. We don't know what they're like in this other existence. Exactly. You know, right. uh, they could all be equal. That's another thing that that your uh, niece briefly mentioned. Um, and I'll save the story for her, but she talked about you know the example that she provided about uh some of the activities she experienced. She believes it was like an aged spirit. It was a spirit mm-hmm. that was older in the afterlife than what it was when it passed on. If you, you know, like it was okay. Pass yeah. away We've at talked very, about things like yeah, that. Yeah. Passed away at a very young age and then comes back and interacts with you seemingly much older. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's well, exactly. That's like when I've talked, you know, older or younger, it's like uh, when my dad, yeah, exactly. Had, you know, appeared to him as a much younger, healthy couple before he passed away. Again, Mike, I think this, I keep thinking of infinite amount of dimensions, man. Well, there's so much that we don't know and that we, we can't even theorize yet. I know. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I mean, you know, you think about it as long as spirituality or uh, the spiritual movement going, you know, starting back when, you know, like Victorian era or whatever, and, and the, the uh, paranormal uh, that we deal with today, I mean, uh, 
boy, I just totally lost my train of thought. That's fine. And it was good too. It, <laughs> it was, was good great. too. Well, it was so good. Your brain couldn't hold it anymore. So. I know it was, it's, it's like, you know, maybe, yeah, okay. What I was going to say is maybe we're relatively speaking still in the infancy of the paranormal. Oh, I think so. Because there is so much that we don't know. And what happens when they, we aren't interacting or they aren't interacting with us. Where are they? What do they do? Yeah. You know, there's theories, there's thoughts, there's people that say that they know and they give their explanations, but what, what really is it? Oh, Mike, we're, we're, we're babies. We're trapped in this physical existence. I mean, we're just at, I don't want to say we're low forms of, of life because that's not true at all, but it's like compared to no. what possibly is out there. But as far as, as development and, and, uh, um, I wish I, had, I wish I could think yeah. of better ways of expressing it. I think you understand. I, I know it's hard. It's it's hard for people that aren't so intelligent, and I I apologize for that because I I can't come up with a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, we we become podcast hosts. But hey, that's fine. I yeah, and then you can just kind of you know. I I did just see my camera go out of focus a little bit again, but I think it's because I moved backwards or I think I'm there went again right yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. And I, it had to refocus on you. Yeah. I think it's like just it's refocusing. Doing right now. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah. There. It just caught up with you. I've never seen it do that before. So, way, uh, moving forward, damn, we're coming up on an hour already. Um, demonic activity, Mike, just say how you feel about demonic activity. And when well, it comes you know, to the paranormal, I, I'm still, you know, it's still an open book for me. I, I, I kind of cringe at it because it's like, eh, whatever. But, you know, the reason I think I do that is because it's so religion-based as well. Well, that's how this article kind of starts off, too. Um, yeah. It says, goes on to say that demons are entities that never had a mortal human form. Origins? Extraterrestrial. Why, they ask? If you believe that God and his angels are from the heavens, that would make them extraterrestrial. See, I don't, I don't agree with that. But it's an interesting take. And if Satan and one-third of the angels rebelled against God's kingdom, then Satan and one-third of the angels that became demons are also extraterrestrials. And that is why they never had mortal human form. There's, you know, there's such a movement of people, I think. And I don't know if it's based on what they believe in their faith or their religion or whatever. I don't want to blame everything on that. But um, <laughs> there's a lot of people that really believe that aliens are nothing but demons right right you know it's like there isn't such a thing as ghosts but boy i tell you those uh things that are supposed to be aliens they're demons well and, <laughs> you and, and you know and vice versa exactly right i mean we've heard stories about that where people think that all demonic entities are alien in nature you know right it's it's it, it, i don't i find it difficult to combine those two personally but that's just uh, yeah well you know me. i you know reading books on ufology and things like that and uh, abductees there are people that say when they've been abducted and brought onto a ship they actually see and this is something that really happens that they actually see deceased loved ones on that ship that has been reported um what the hell is going on there yeah it's it's something to kind of dig into and get more info on it'd be an interesting uh little subject to talk about sometime now they go on to list some examples of demons um and de demons as pure energy entities they say that einstein said that well <laughs> they said that einstein said no einstein said that e equals mc squared energy can be converted into matter and matter into energy demons are pure energy 
An example, as examples, they list as angelic, that being of a beauty that will manipulate the person, as horrific slash evil looking. Some people, cl- some people claim they have seen demons that are incredibly hideous to look at. <laughs> um, that could be simply for frightening purposes. The you know the scare effect. Yeah, uh, control and uh, absolutely control. Know, yeah, yeah. Feed, feeding off of that uh, fear that uh, they raise up. Also described as black mist, black fog, black shadows. See those? To me, those aren't all demons either. Right. No, I I get that. You know, um, and we I the idea of shadow people is I, I love talking about those. You know, we can. Yeah, it's we, it's like a class all its own. It is. I don't find them as demonic. I mean, I know we've talked about that as a possibility, but I don't feel that they are. I know you don't. It's. I think shadow people are the ones that oftentimes are, as you said, Mike, like linked to aliens for whatever reason. That could you know? be. Yeah. Um. Again, black shadow, black smoke. In most demonic hauntings, the occupants claim to be followed by said black mist or black fog. Didn't you say, I, Mike? I'm, I apologize for asking you this all the time. I <laughs> always right. forget this. Did you not think you saw like some sort of mist in your house back in yeah. the day? Okay, I'm correct. Yeah. Then. Well, in the dining room there. Yeah. But you didn't get it as any sort of evil vibe or anything. No, like absolutely that. not. I think is that the one that Mary and I both saw. And we didn't know that we both saw it until we talked later about it. I brought so. it up. I think so. And yeah. then, yeah, because I was in the kitchen and I saw it and Mary was out in the living room sitting and uh perfect, uh, clear view between her and I, you know, um, and we didn't know that we had both seen it until we talked about it later. Yeah, that was very interesting. It's like she validated what I had seen and I validated yeah. it for her. Which is always great when you, you know, yes, when you're able absolutely. to do Absolutely. Um, they go on to talk about as demonic entities as being very strong, unlike human spirits, and that they do not mind showing their strength. There have been cases where people have been thrown through the air or even attacked. So I know we've talked about ghost attacks, Mike. Um, well, just like at the Sally House, it yeah. So original if, story. If you are attacked, quote unquote, attacked, assaulted, um, physically harmed in any way by an invisible entity. Is it all actually happens? Yeah. If we don't even want to go there, but no. it does happen. Is that all demonic? Does that immediately fall under the demonic labeling, the the demonic well, definition? I know it doesn't in course, your mind, but I there has to be. Of course, to me it doesn't. Yeah. Well, you know, if you think of just the pure um, human evil that people can have, that isn't even demonic. Yeah. You know, like uh, like talk about your Ted Bundy or whatever, and mm-hmm. we all know a lot from that, from what we've researched, but, um, well, uh, we talked, we talked with Mr. Chris Jericho about such thing, about a demon energy manipulating Ted Bundy throughout his life. That's That's what we talked to him about. (laughs) That's one of my favorite episodes. Well, of course it was because we were on it. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, it was, it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. yeah. So what are you saying, Mike? So are you saying that you were, you spent an hour lying to Chris Jericho? Is that what you were saying? Because you you didn't believe in what you were talking about with me? Oh, I believed what I was talking about. Okay. I, I, I even disagreed with him on that one subject. And uh, um, 
I wasn't afraid to do that because we, we, there was so much distance between Chris Jericho and I. <laughs> he could not, <laughs> he, he could not physically uh, harm Mike. Yeah, he was on his bus somewhere in the he country. Was. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. I mean, again, and Lord knows, I hold a lot of weight to the possibility of demonic hauntings. I just, I, I can't help it. I, re- I really yeah. believe well, in that as a possibility. Um, I do not label automatically label all quote-unquote ghost attacks as being under demonic influence you just can't right. mike as you said and as we've said if you're chances are if ghosts are the spirits of someone who's moved on if you're an asshole in real life well guess what you're going to be an That's asshole right. in the afterlife you know what if there's you know people that these women that get uh or men or whoever that get raped by a, a like a demonic entity um you know maybe that could have been a serial rapist when he was alive Hey, right. And he's carrying all this over into, you know, and being able to be more evil about it because he's in a totally different, I don't give oh. a crap attitude because I'm dead and that's, I can do what I want and they become even worse than what they were in life. And that's terrifying. That's, it is terrifying. I mean, thinking about if you were able to somehow, even if you are, even if you're an awful person, the idea of being able to gain power in the afterlife, you know, becoming yeah. even more evil. So, yeah. Well, you're released from your physical um, bindings, if you want to put it that way. You know, no, it's that like is something you have to be just created as pure evil, and you happen yeah. to inhabit a human body. You know, yeah, you've just lived that life, and yeah, and and before that life, who knows what you might have been even then? <laughs> you know, God dang, I don't like thinking but about that. Theories, theories, all theories. Now this is kind of interesting. They, they, uh, I'm skipping through a, a bunch of stuff here because we are, we need to wrap it up here. Unfortunately, um, not at this exact moment, but we'll get there. They wrap it up by talking about intelligent and interactive activity. Mike, we've talked about this several times. Uh, as beings made up of matter, we are always, we are all energy. We are energy beings mm-hmm. on the quantum. Pure. Yeah, pure on the quantum level. We are made up of atoms and neutrons. As matter slash energy beings, we have intelligence. While we live, we have an energy aura that surrounds our living bodies. This aura is created by the millions of electrical currents that are created through our bodies. Our brain creates brain waves, a form of pure energy that is transmitting our thoughts, what we see, what we feel, etc. Now... When our mortal form dies, the aura that constantly surrounds our body leaves our body. I've never heard this before. They claim we lose six ounces on the instance of death. Have you ever heard uh, of I, that? I have heard that. And there was experiments done like man, I, decades I, ago on that, I think. Yeah. I'm ignorant and, of that. That's pretty cool. Yep. At the time, at the very moment of death, there is a... a Damn. It, if it's true or not, I don't know, but it was reported that there is a difference or a change in weight. Wow. Now they go on to ask if this is true. What is this six ounces? They right. suggest that maybe it's the energy leaving our body. Is it the soul? This energy, the aura, or you may even call it the soul, as I said, is carrying the information of what we used to be. Uh, if it can do this, then why couldn't it also carry our intelligence. So, whoa, Mike's eating. Oh, Mike's eating fake poop. 
Hey, <laughs> is that a sign that you're bored or what the hell's going oh, on? No, there? no, 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 no. <laughs> Mike pulls off the fake poop. That's always that's the first. That's the first. I've never seen you eat yeah, fake I, poop. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a actually a really nice, uh, very high quality piece of fake poop that sits on my keyboard while I. Re- Record an episode. And that's what, how Mike truly feels about working with me as a podcast <laughs> co-host. Uh, yeah, you're no longer the co-host with the ghosts. You're the co-host with the plastic poop. So that's great. <laughs> now, poop is my favorite funny word. <laughs> um, they go on to talk about some reasons that ghosts may be tied to the site or people. We've talked about that several, several times. And they finish up with uh, shadow people or shadow creatures. And... Um, and also the portal hauntings, which we mentioned earlier and talked about. I know we've talked about that in detail quite a bit several times. So, um, Mike, it's time to wrap it up. But, again, I love these podcasts. There's a reason yeah. that we're described as off the cuff because this is about as off the cuff as you can get. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we enjoy it. What matters is if yeah, the course. listeners enjoy that off the cuff. Yeah. I, I gotcha. mean, you know. I feel like it's been a while since we've actually sat down and had like a couple of days of or or a couple hours even of real deep research. I yeah. mean, we've been doing a lot of stuff that uh, well, we really had getting some, opinions and we've had some pretty important episodes. Last week was important to us because we focused a lot on the Debbie experience, the whole, the Debbie right. Debbie story, the EVPs, and focused on ghost children. And the prior episode was obviously Chloe sharing her fascinating and sometimes terrifying ghost stories and we uh talked about uh the two episodes prior to that uh bigfoot encounters you know mr roger patterson and bob gimlin and then ron moorhead and all that and uh, i mean it's been a while since we've sat down and you know kind of okay let's focus on this creepy ass haunting let's do a deep dive and let's do it so um yeah maybe it's time maybe we're due yeah, Mike, I think we are. I Mike's looking I know at me that, blankly for some reason. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Are you missing your plastic <laughs> poop or what's going on? Or do you I have know, to take I was a doing my, Mike has to take a real my, poop? I was doing my best to follow along with it with what you were saying. I know. I, I kept, just, you kept blurring out on me. I mean, not not <sighs> your screen, but physically it was just like God, Patrick, have we, has this been, have we been on here for like two hours now or what? I swear to God, I get that look more often well, I'm just than kidding. not. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sitting here, no. I'm just I and you wonder why I feel insecure. See, there are times though when you're when you are discussing something like that or explaining something, and then my mind all of a sudden flips back to what we were just talking about, and I'm getting all this <laughs> this stuff. It's like you know, I don't want it to leave my mind, and I miss a few things that you say. And during that time, is that total dead look? <laughs> I mean, my eyes are just probably like a, a dead zone. There's no life in your face. <laughs> yeah, and I I see it. All the time. All I can picture is Mike staring blankly, and yeah. what I hear in his head is that. No. You know the Charlie Brown teacher voice. You know it's. Like, I am that's what not Mike, trying to shut you out. I promise. <laughs> Mike hears what he stares at me, rambling on nonsensically forever. Yeah, Patrick is is is. You cannot shut him out because he's got that. He's got that way about him where he just. It's like a, the tiny little drill bit, very tiny, but very long starts it in like the side of your head and just goes right into your brain. <laughs> so, so I apologize for, you know, that 
dead, dead look once in a while. Are you saying I'm the equivalent of a lobotomy? Is that what you're calling me? <laughs> and oh. when I do, I'm I'm saying it as a funny. Oh my goodness, <laughs> goodness gracious! Um, People know how great we are together here. Ooh, wow! Now we're now we're getting arrogant, Mike. Come on, yeah. let's go. <laughs> I go from one extreme to the other. Well, Mike. But anyway, um, this has been a fantastic episode. I think it's actually turned out really great. A great conversation. Yeah. Um, no spillage of Diet Coke this time, so that's always a no. good sign. A, a no more knock on wood. Uh, technical difficulties. Nothing shut down on me. But hey, we still have a couple minutes, so maybe it will before then. And we'll lose everything. No, we're good. We're good. Should I just keep talking until I do encounter <laughs> something like that? And we you want to see that deadpan look again? Uh, <laughs> what, Mike? What type of look comes on my face when I talk about these uh, situations that occur? Um, describe that, will you? Pure excitement. You just get all happy and you get a little flushed, little ruddy in the cheeks. A little, a little ruddy. Yeah. <laughs> you start losing beard here. I can I can see it falling out. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, hey, you it's know, pretty excited. Before um, we wrap it up, I want to give a shout out to some listeners. Um, Adam and Pandora, thank you so yes, much. You yes. guys let me know that you got those prints. That was awesome that they made it there. I'm going to send them in better packaging. Because looking at and, the picture, it yeah. looks like they're getting little creases in them from UPS. And I'm kind of disappointed ah. in that. But um, they're they're they're. Well, Pandora told me that she's very happy with it and says that they will, you won't even notice them when they're framed. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're going to frame it? Wow, that's awesome. Well, I framed mine uh, well, that I bought from you years ago. I know. That's awesome. I never got nothing else. Um, again, anyway, though, yeah. Yeah, if you guys want to sign up for Patreon <laughs> content, it's awesome. We are going to record a Patreon-exclusive episode again and start doing that more regularly. We took a break for a few months, and um, I'm rip-roaring ready to go. We got awesome content yeah. on Patreon. Uh, go check out the video, audio content. We got ghostly stuff there. I'm not joking. EVPs, video stuff. It's pretty darn cool. You can sign up for as little as a month. If you sign up for five bucks, stick around for a couple months, you get to choose which art print you want from me. And I think that's, it's humbling. Yes. It's humbling when someone actually sure. wants something like that. It's like, damn, cool. I want to give a shout out to Adam, Pandora, um, Scarlett, thank you so much. You're such an awesome supporter, a new listener to the podcast, and she absolutely loves it. Um, Angela, Don, thank you so much for the support. Patrick, I know you're still out there listening. Well, I think you are. Uh, Jesse Jules, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I, I know I'm forgetting people, and I, I apologize, but um, we know all of you, and we appreciate all of you. Um, interact. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. I'm getting the blank look from Mike again, so it's time no, to wrap it up. I was intently listening to you. <laughs> okay, sure. I was enjoying lis listening to the listeners' names. <laughs> why, why did that make me laugh so much? I, was, <laughs> I enjoy hearing hey, the listeners' names. <laughs> I can only be so upbeat and 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 funny when I, I am, am in so much pain. I hear you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, okay. Mike, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Mike, go fill up your tub with marbles and lay face down yes, in them again. And, yes. uh, and talcum powder. <laughs> Jesus. That's even more fun. That's, and, That's a funner thing. And that giant loofah. That giant loofah. Yes. <laughs> so, well, I don't have my soundboard, so you'll have to deal with until we meet again. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>